What's up, everybody? And welcome to Pillow Talk, Moment with the Mowgli's. I am Johnny Mowgli Jr. And I'm Deidre Mowgli. And we are an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Great afternoon, evening, night from whichever continent you time zone you're in right now. Mm-hmm. And welcome to Pillow Talk, Moments, Moments with, with the, the Mowgli's. How y'all doing tonight? We are well, blessed and highly favored, on top and still rising. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. And just so y'all know, she, I'm gonna feed her tonight. She got a little little kitty bag of chips, y'all. And this was hungry. a real little little kitty bag because I'm real hungry, y'all. I'm sorry. You ain't gotta be sorry. I baby. didn't have enough time Either to make my hungry, hot dog. You're hungry. You're hungry. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today? Well, how are you, baby? I'm. I'm. A, I'm sorry. I'm a little. A little what? I'm. I'm all right. You all right? I'm all right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it till it happens. I'm all right. All right. It's all right. It's all right. Have a, that ain't no. Is that a church song? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> The the actual melody was of a church song, mm-hmm. but I think were you trying to sing "It's All Right, Have a Good Time" because it's all right. Yeah, that yeah, ain't, that ain't a yeah. Well, you can have a good time in the Lord. Yeah, but okay, it's all right. Have a good time because mm-hmm. it's all right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I can't even remember what this some a hymn that I, I we used remember. to sing at my grandma's church, but I can't remember the name of it. It's all right. Won't it be grand? Oh, I about yeah. to say what? Won't it be grand? I don't know that. Yeah, that's an old one. You, you, you from that on them old them roots? Them what? Them roots in Cali and Carolina. You from mm-hmm. them roots? Carolina. Yeah. How you gonna say roots and then say Carolina? No. Roots is Geechee and Carol. You said Carolina real proper. So if you was gonna roots. say Roots, say Carolina. Roots, Carolina. Right. Roots, Carolina. Yeah. Or say Roots and Carolina. You see? Okay. You can't just be, you know, Geechee in one way and then in the same sentence you switch it to what be proper. What exactly is Geechee? You know how to talk, Geechee? I do, but we're not going to go into that. Say that's something. That's what we're talking Say about. Say something, Geechee, for me. Huh? Say something. First of all, explain to me what Geechee is. I mean, it's like, it's a culture. You know yeah. what it is, because when you met me and you came to Hilton Head, you picked up the, 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 you picked up the accent, because people would say I sounded like I was from, you know, the country. I you picked, picked up the it accent up because accent. I thought it was Jamaica. You was trying to mock people at first, <laughs> and then it stuck with me. And I was trying to—I <clears throat> kept trying to clear my throat like it was, <clears throat> but it—it, it, I just—I don't know. I picked it up. I don't know how I did. I don't think I so much, you know, talked like that a lot. I, it was just—I think it was in my my accent or the way I said something. You know what I'm saying? But when you like get... my grandmama and my granddaddy. You know, like remember yeah. that Sunday my granddaddy bought uh, me and the girls home from church. Yep. And he said, um, "I'll say so." Okay, so this is the example that you wanted me to give. Um, he said uh, you had to, you used to keep the air on Antarctica, mm-hmm. so it was always freezing in our house. And so we walked in, and, and my granddaddy said, uh, "Hey, Johnny, you got them cold up in ya." No, he actually and, said, he actually said, <laughs> hey, Johnny, Kong Fong, Johnny got him cold up in yeah, here. Yeah, he did used to say Kong And Fong. I say. <laughs> That's straight Geechee. love Granddaddy Eddie, so yeah. I ain't say nothing. I say, yes, sir, try to, you know. Kong Fong. Kong Fong is like, got dog. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know if he called me or what. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. All I did was respect. I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. When he left, I said, what did your granddaddy say to me? He said, Kong Fong, Johnny got him cold up in, in ya. 
God dog, it's cold in here. Johnny yeah. got it, has it cold in here. Had no idea. He had didn't no under, idea. He didn't understand it, y'all. But I, I, yeah, I like, I like the the Geechee culture. I like it. Your yeah. daddy, your daddy got it. He got that that it real strong. <laughs> Second he nature, does. baby. He does. He really does. He got it real strong. Vanessa got it real strong too. So, and I know, well, I think when me and you around them, around. Our family there. It's real. Some thick. kind of come. Sometimes it just comes out. I mean, because it's you know, like I said, it, it it it's your culture. It's who you are. It's where you're from. And so the things that I remember, um, you know, it's ingrained in you because you know that's that's who you are. That's yeah. we lived um, with my with my grandparents for a while, along with you know some of our cousins and stuff like that. So it just became it was it's what we were. We knew that you know we. There were, there were, that was a norm for us. And so the norm for us was that we all, you know, lived together for a while, you know, my cousins and, and stuff like that. So we all wore the same things, um, to school. My auntie Weez would get one pattern and everybody got something made out of that material, mm-hmm. that, that pattern really? and that material. So she got the, the material and, and got it in bulk. You know, I might've had the pants. In the shirt, somebody else had a dress, somebody else had a skirt, but it was the same really? pattern. It was yeah, it was the same pattern. Boy, you and learned we something fine, new. Fine. new. We, we couldn't tell us we weren't fine, fine. Yeah, so everybody had something made from it, and so I mean, we had. I can't give away all our secrets, um, because my cousins and and uh, siblings would kill me. But well, I'm um, sure ain't nobody doing that now. Well, no, but you know we. And we had our own language. That was treasure. Y'all did. We did. And I taught it to you, you a little bit. No, of it. no, no. Well, no, you don't really know it. I you taught it to the girls. the girls. I did. I did. And I, I can't did. stand it. And she told me how I to. Did. She told me how the language actually worked. So mm-hmm. the language, say something in the language, and I'm gonna say say something easy so I can okay. tell them what it means. Okay. I lapo vapi yapo you. I love you. Now. I can't tell y'all how it is because they they serious about their language. So I, I don't know, but this is a way <laughs> this is a way that <clears throat> the girls would talk about me sometimes to their mama while I was there. And as long as they said it's slow, I can get it because Dita taught me Some, the principles. Yeah, you could get it sometimes. But but sometimes you- when they talk fast and they start doing lapa papa. Blah, 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 all that, and I've been trying to do it. I've been having a little pencil trying to write <laughs> whatever, whatever I got. Dirty, that's say that again. Hilarious. And we still do it sometimes. Yeah, <clears throat> because it's hard for you to catch it. It's hard for you to catch it. Y'all need to stop because that. we 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 say it a little faster. Yeah, you, need, you need to stop that. Well, but I thought I always thought that was that was. I'm surprised we never talked about that. I'm gonna have y'all. I'm gonna have the girls on. We gonna have the girls on the show. And we gonna actually have so y'all talk, can, so we can talk to each other. And like then that. I'm a, y'all gonna have to say it slow, and I'm a, I'm gonna translate. I'm so not playing with you. I'm gonna translate. We were we were literally like told each other that we was never gonna tell anybody how to speak our language because that that was our way of you know me, my sister, my cousins, all of my cousins. That was a way for us to talk to each other and our parents not know, you know, aunts, uncles, for That's them to crazy, not know. Man. And so that was our language, and we. We we did some wild stuff. We really did. We, we those were some really really good times. So, you know, it's just yeah. like you know, you did stuff nowadays. Kids we don't play like that no more. But they you know got language. But they do the texting, so they got pictures and emojis. Oh well, yeah, and, and I don't slang know and stuff that. like that. My my media team right now, they be trying to they be trying to talk to us like that. I don't be knowing what they be saying. And we be like, they be saying like a whole paragraph, and they have like six letters. I be like, what? Yeah, he, what? Just joking, Joker. We almost there. Oh, I know. Right, right. Just joking, like, Joker. We almost there. Oh, I right. didn't know what that meant. Right. I didn't and know what that be meant. Like, all we do is text back, and we be like, "Explain." <gasps> Can y'all help us? Can y'all explain it to us? We be like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." We don't know. But that's a that's a part of, and I believe everything has a a a, a healthy side, and, and then it has a, and stuff the like other that. side. Yeah. Yeah. So with with media and what they do, because they do so much and they talk that language of technology and all that stuff. So it's something that we're not pushing down. We we actually learning some stuff. 
Um, we're learning a lot of stuff. Yeah, we're learning a whole lot. Yeah. Because a lot of that stuff we we didn't know outside of LOL. Um, or OTW. Yeah, OTW. On the way. Regular basic stuff. Um, FR means for real. For real, for real. FR, yeah. FR. And my favorite, L-E-R-H. <laughs> Tell them what that means. L-R-E-H. I think it's how you use L- it. L-R-E-H. L-R-E-H. And y'all, when he first sent me that, I was like, this ain't even nothing, Johnny. You can't just go putting stuff together and it makes no sense. Matter of fact, I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. L-R-E-H. Laughing real extra hard. And that's what it means. Laughing real extra hard. Because my daughters would put the LMA. LMAO. And I can't stand that. They be in text and say, in the text, they be in the LMA. Hey, Joker, we are all on here. Stop cussing. Okay, daddy, sorry. And then when I put that, I said, y'all just put that. If you laugh hard, just put, just, you know. But it is what it is. I'm real rude because I got a Cheeto stuck in my teeth. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need me some tea. Y'all, your girl is going you. through. I, I need you. my sinuses draining. I need me some I tea. Love you. I love you too, baby. You so, so real. You're so real. But listen. Listen. You're so real. This is real, y'all. I, real time. Right I'm now. Sorry, real y'all. time. Sorry, y'all. She coughing. Y'all love eyes tear off. So listen, y'all, I just want to tell y'all that today is a special day. A special day? It is. Today's a special day. It's a um, very special day. And not because what you would think it is because, you know, we just, you know, got the results or, you know, um, uh, Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris have been um, named the elect president and vice president. Um but it's special. That's special. That's real special. But something else even. Why is that special? Let's, let's, why is that special? Why is that special? Um, it's a first in history. You know, um, Kamala is the first um, woman. She's African-American. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, um, is she also Asian? Did they say Asian? Yeah, she makes with a couple of Yeah. Yeah. To be in, you know, that will be in the White House. Um, they won by, you know, they had like 73 million, I think, plus votes. The most. At the first, most. Yeah, kudos to everybody yeah. who voted, man. This is the most yeah. in history that in a presidential any pres- election. Right. Election. The highest. The highest ever. Amount many of people votes. Vote. And so that's why, I, you know, the, the process takes long. And the one thing, you know, what I thought about when everybody was like real anxious and then they started making these memes about, the church deacons could count the, the votes quicker and yeah. different things like that. But it's the process. And the the episode that we did on here about, you know, from the process to the promise. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. or what's the process, process versus the outcome. Yeah, process versus outcome. Yeah, but the process is is it's necessary. The process it's is ne- necessary. It is necessary. So you talking about the, the pandemic is out, the COVID-19. You talking about a, a bunch of people that volunteer now. From my understanding, these people do not get paid for this. Right. That's they what they volunteer. said. They're volunteers. Yeah. And they work night and day. Like, literally, you will see people leaving, counting votes, and then going to their- Their jobs that paying morning. Paying jobs. Yeah, that's and what they were And they coming back, man. We- I didn't realize that. We appreciate yeah. everybody who counted the votes, who took the time, who- The integrity of everything that you guys did, we thank y'all from the bottom of our hearts because we do have a voice. And we know yeah. we have a voice, and sometimes we forget about that. Yeah. The most exciting thing about this is, I, 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 we, of course, we have our opinions about the presidential election. Yeah. And about the the options of the people that we had to the to, to pick from. But my biggest thing in this whole thing was the humanity that was taken. I felt like that was the the value of that that was taken from us through the the, the president Trump and how. It, he made it to just seem like we just didn't matter as humans, not just you know African American, but just humans. Period. Sometimes I felt like he ran it like like the the what's the show he had um on TV. He ran it like I the, can't um, even remember. Anyway, he I felt like he ran it like that sometimes. Entrepreneurs, I don't know. I yeah, remember. I can't. I remember. feel like he ran it like that sometimes, and this is just my opinion. It's just me. It's just and my, yeah. It's just That's my opinion. So I felt like he ran it like that. I felt like he did. He he made a lot of decisions out of emotions, 
I think he really, really, really cared about what people thought about him, and then sometimes he didn't. He wanted what he wanted, and he didn't care who or what he ran over to get it. Um, and I just feel like he just took the the value of humans away, and it turned into everybody seeing us as objects, I guess. What, what can you do for me? What can I get from you? And, yeah, I get it. That's in the world. But it was it was highlighted in a whole different way. So it did my heart good because this election, it made me realize and feel that us as a us as United States, we care. We're human and we made our voices heard because we voted for somebody who seems like they have a heart. Not that they're gonna do all the right things, but that they have a heart. You know, you can, I don't think he said Trump president said Trump said anything about the coronavirus until he got it as far as to the people. And I mean, it's it's just it's been tough. He went against the scientists. I'm, this is not a political show. It's I'm not. not so I'm not, not going to do that. I was about to but, pull you back in. But it's, it's just a lot that went on there that it just I just feel like a lot of humans were devalued. And as a leader, you're supposed to unite. And I really feel like he divided a lot. So, and that's just my opinion. That's just Johnny Mobley Jr.'s you know, opinion. And at the end of the day, like we were talking about before we started, um, at the end of the day, because we are who we are, um, we have to also, I think, remember that, um, you know, they the the people have have spoken, and it will be Biden and Kamala. Um, uh, Harris, but at the end of the day, we can't, we, we can't lose sight of that, you know, to keep God first, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To seek him and not think that they're going to come in and, and all is right and all is going to be right in the world instantly. You know, coronavirus virus will go away the, the day, the day after they, you know, come into office. Yeah. But us and especially us in the world and especially us as Christians have still got to, you know, pray and, and ask God for his will and, you know, undergird them, the new ones going in. Yeah. Um, as well as um, Trump that's going out. Yeah. Because, you know, you... It, it, you can't just, you know, say you're a Christian and you love all people and you pray for one, but don't pray for the other. Yeah. So we so pray for Trump. Right. And and that's where, you know, that's where I feel like we are with that. Still, don't forget that the ultimate thing is to, um, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, righteousness and all other things will be added. So that's where we must, you know, still put our first, you know, goal on yeah. and eye on yeah. and, and just pray for it for everybody, for our nation. Um, Continue to pray for. Amen, others. amen. So and so, can we move on now? And I tell why this prophetess day. You say, amen, amen. Is you, really you know that's how I do. Amen, you, amen. That will there be one? Me. No, there's not going to. There's always, there's always going to be. Ah, look how you stop, going. Stop, you about to go. You about to do it. So so listen. So um, today is is really really special for us, and it just so happens that we are recording on this day today because our twins, our third pregnancy, da dum bada bing. Um the twins what, are what was that? I don't know. That was like an introduction. <laughs> the twins are and I say this because y'all know sometimes <sighs> I get really emotional about things and um well y'all may know because oh, I know I play a lot. I need too. to get some tissue. You don't, you don't. I have some although it has Cheetos cheese on it. Yeah, you I'm all right. That in your eye and that's gonna be that's not gonna be good. But I promise I'm not gonna get emotional. But I do wanna say this because now, especially with everything that's going on, I um I'm I try to appreciate every day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Every every moment, every opportunity to tell God thank you, because the twins are twenty eight today. Yep. Um, and you know, I thank God for that because it always you when you when you when you celebrate something. I think sometimes even you know with me, I'll say it takes me back to the beginning of a thing. And I think about the fact that twenty eight years ago, you know, a little bit more than that, when we found out that we were pregnant, this was the pregnancy where we left from getting the test, and when I went across the street to get. 
the 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 abortion clinic mm-hmm. brochure, you know. And so, to think about the fact that you know I didn't get care for for eight months and well for seven months, and then to think about you know my time in the hospital for that one month, yeah. and that they came early and that they were um, uh, one set of I think three sets that were born that day, and the other two couples lost one of their babies. And to think that God kept them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Bridget had some challenges at first, but, you know, and she had to stay in the hospital a few extra days. Right. But when, when you know, like that song says, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, mm-hmm. you know, it's that what that's what comes to, um, <laughs> don't start, because I promise y'all, hey, hey, yeah, hey, I, tell come on. I tell to show up. Come on. It'll be over. <laughs> come on, man. It'll be over for tonight. <laughs> but... You know, so I that comes to my mind, and like I said, I I rejoice um, with them today with 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 a lot of things. I try to rejoice, you know, not just about the big things, but the little things, the in between things, yeah. because life is not promised. And so that's what I'm most grateful for today. That you know, they are, um, they are are our third pregnancy yeah. and the things that surrounded and that. And we didn't find out we was having twins until, until they, you know, we I got put in the hospital. So that's when we were seven months. That's when I thought because of Because that's my, when I went boy. to the hospital at first. That's when I thought of my boy. Yeah, I was no. like, boy, he big, boy. He big. I got no, a big boy. No, it was just two girls. That's what it was. Um, And so, it, and that's what I think about. A boy. They the did, doctor. baby. They did. And it wasn't true. And you've had 28 years to get over that. So I'm fine. You, okay. So, that's what I'm most joyous about, y'all, because my twin girls are 28, Bridget and Brittany, Brittany Perry and Bridget Mobley, and they fine, fine, they fine, fine like their mama. I told their daddy last night, I said, you make some beautiful babies. You know that? I know. Don't be cocky. <laughs> Don't be cocky. What That's you want cute. me to say? Don't be cocky. It say takes a comma. It takes a combination, though. My Lord. Yeah. See, that? So we I, had to. We had to take. I had to take my finest, and you and took you, your finest, fine, right? And we put them together, finest together, and we made one big finest, one two finest, and then five babies later, we had five finest, five finest, little finest. Yeah, yeah. And so I want to say, you want to say too, baby? Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Bridget and Brittany. Happy twenty eighth birthday. And so now, before before our, our other daughters, Brianna. Janisha, paid birthday ain't came yet. Paid birthday ain't came yet. And to Kira, for y'all come come okay. fuck. I don't think I right. might not have said happy birthday. We may not have happy said belated that. birthday to all y'all. Every last one of y'all. Brianna all turned blessed. thirty this year. She turned thirty. No, and Kira, they don't, they don't, Kira ain't June. coming yet. Hers was in February. Oh, she, oh yeah, happy birthday, girl. Girl, and then, and then Janisha and, is twenty six. Yeah, Janisha's yeah. twenty six, and that was an Paige. Paige is about to be. Yeah, let me tell you how fresh Johnny was. We now, because the twins are 28 today, we now have three daughters that are 28 at the same time. Bridget and Brittany, because they're twins, and Paige is, is 28. Let me tell you something. And so she'll be 29 on the 25th of this month. She said I was fresh. All I could do is lay the commentary down. She had to let me in the stove. That's all I'm saying. I told her what I had to offer. I had to tell you, listen, I need you to buy this. Let me in. Let me sell. Let me give you some of this. So I and she it? opened the door. She bought it. She gave me a couple of dollars. Bamboo. I didn't give you no money. She gave me a couple of dollars. I, I did a little shake. It's fine. It's fine. Don't I be embarrassed. Give you, Don't be embarrassed. I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm never embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. You're lying. She, every now and then, she'll pay me a couple of dollars to shake for her. I did what I had to do to make my dollars. Put gas in the car. It is what it is. So at any rate, y'all, we have three daughters that are twenty eight at the same time. At the They're same not time. triplets. They're we have a set of twins, and then it's just how fast we had them. Yeah, but it's just how fast we had them. So um, Paige will be Paige will be twenty nine. So she'll be twenty nine in a few. A matter of fact, I think the day after Thanksgiving. Yep, twenty six. She was our Thanksgiving baby. The twenty six. So, happy birthday, Bridget and Brittany. We love y'all. Two, we love y'all. Two pieces. Two life. Two life. And, and so you, they have been taking their fine, fine pictures uh, all day. All day. So yeah. y'all probably can go on our, our social media and see them because they, they, I'm sure my wife will be sharing everything. I am. Listen, yeah. this is one of the things that I told um, Brittany today because I look at their lives and let me tell you, when you don't think 
you're making good decisions for your family. Because we wasn't perfect by no means. We still not perfect. Yeah. We still make mistakes. But the one thing that I've always said, and I, we got to talk about my book on here. Well, the one thing okay. I've always <laughs> said was the parents, the, the, you have to be there. Most mothers, they stay there. But the dudes, we dip when it get tough, when it feel uncomfortable, when we feel like we can't do it. But I was there. Ain't knew what I was doing half of the time. Couple of times I tried to leave, but you know I I you got did. threats. It was just a little leave. Got threats. I never threatened you. Couple I never of times. Couple of times I told her I, was, I said, "Hey, I'm going to my mama's house." And you before didn't. I got there, you just said it wasn't. It's not you. It's me. You will let me go ahead and talk, <laughs> sir. You will not any, sit on anyway, these lies about any, Anyway, go ahead, baby. I stayed, not knowing. The decisions of what I was doing was was always right, was always right. perfect, was always right. good for them. But I stayed, and I was always an option for them, even at some point in times when they didn't feel comfortable coming to their mama or they felt like I could help. They had options. Mm-hmm. So I was there. And now we have six daughters who are not in jail, who are handling their business. Some of them are mamas. Two of them are married. One of them is gays. So we got stuff moving forward. They're not perfect, but they're great people. Yeah. They're great people who strive every day to make great decisions. Not good decisions, great decisions. So when I tell y'all, that's nothing but the goodness and the grace of God. Oh, Jesus. Because we was just there happy, having sex. Doing what we do, having babies, and then scratching our head. Growing up with them. Yeah, yeah so we grew up time. with them. But it, it's amazing, man. It's amazing to look at our life now and just see where our kids are. And, you know, our grandkids, our, our two of my grandboys over here, because we, we babysitting. We ain't, we ain't babysitting. We watching. We got our grandboys with us, Brittany and Travis, um, celebrating, their, you know, the birthday thing. Yeah. And, uh I had another deep conversation with Tristan last night. You did? You want to tell yours or you want me to tell mine first? You had a deep one too? I did. <laughs> Let me tell you something, boy. You talk about something that a boy be like, they're growing up so fast. Mm-hmm. So I I so last night I was working most of the day yesterday and I worked mobile yesterday, so I was home in my office and doing some work. They came over yesterday morning and he was up there with me most of the time. So we was talking back and forth. Um, he got a game called Fortnite mm-hmm. that he he's a Fortnite. He's been asking me to buy this game for the Xbox for the longest, but I I just haven't because I don't even play the Xbox until he comes over. So, you know, he wanted me to buy Fortnite. I never didn't buy it, but I what I did was ask um Travis and I said, hey, why don't y'all just let him bring the PlayStation? He has it there, and then I can play it. He can show me how to play. Mm-hmm. Well, he ain't really showed me how to play. He he was he was very demanding. He told me. You know, when I was on the game, you need to follow me. Bubba, you're not following me. Just give me your, just give me your joystick. Let me help you. And then he'll move. <laughs> when I tell you, it was a time. I felt like a little two-year-old kid, man. But this is the thing he said. He said, he came over while I was working at the desk, and he said, Bubba. He said, so all the all the gas stations in the world and the, and the oil company and the boats and stuff, they can't do nothing until you until you Tell them. And I said, baby, what you talking about? Because I know you told me before, you know, how you kind of coordinate. Now, this this boy, how, Tristan, six? He's six. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you, I know sometimes you put together and coordinate. And I turn around and look, I'm like, coordinate? What? You know the stuff. So I, I guess they all got to come to you. I really would like to spend some time with you. I said, oh. <laughs> oh, come on, boy. Come on, man. <laughs> So I said, give me a minute. I try not to give him a time because he's a stickler. If you tell him 10 minutes, 5 minutes, an hour. He asking about it. He asking you about mm-hmm. it. So I said, give me a little bit, man. I'm going to take a break. And then, you know, I'll hook your game up and everything. We <laughs> get everything done. He said, um, you said you was going to come play. Um, it hasn't been a minute. I said, well, we'll, we'll do it. And then he just walked over to the desk again. And he said, Bubba, I mean, it's really no fun to just play. I want to play with you. I want to spend time with you. You don't want to spend time with me? I said, oh, come on, man. What you doing to me, man? He was about to hurt yeah. So I'm, I'm in between answering calls. I had, I think I had a meeting. 
I had a conference call yesterday. I think mm-hmm. just one of them, and I had a like maybe one impromptu conversation with my supervisor. But anyway, we we was talking and stuff, man. But that that stuff really wears on me sometimes because I feel like I'm 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 not there. Um, but he just he just had the conversation. He was like, then last night it was about <laughs> eleven. I think I got up and I started working again, and he said. So you just work all the time, daytime, nighttime, morning time. The people, these people don't never let you off. I said, man, it's hard to explain. I said, give me a minute. We go, I, you know, I'm going to play with you. So we did wind up playing the game a little bit, man. And he just, but he know, you know, and I'm his grandfather. I'm not his dad. His dad, and then he got the time of his mom and his dad and his little brother and everything. But he he understands and knows and he Tristan is the he's the the our first our first grandson our yeah. first grandchild yeah. and he actually stayed with us because we we made sure we um that their parents finished school finished college and everything they was focused they had some stuff they needed to so do like so like his first year yeah so his first year he was with us so yeah. so we spent a lot of time with him and yeah so he I think all my grandkids. Pull my heart cord, man. Especially when they want to spend time. Because sometimes, as a grandparent, you don't think you're that important. Like I'm like, I know I'm here. And I do little stuff for you, but it ain't all that. And he was like, Joker, I need you to spend time with me. Well, I know I'm important to them. Because I'm their Gigi. And I'm their Bubba. Morning, noon, and night. You know. But don't... But <laughs> why decide I... Why do I get decided? Ain't no reason. Go ahead, baby. So you want me to tell you what me and the conversation? Adult conversation had. Yeah. We had an adult conversation this morning. But uh, but uh, I was very, making it was it was he interesting you. Be, because right because he's getting older and not only in you know stature, um, but you you know he brings on these conversations that you be like, okay, where did that come from and how do I respond to this? Yes. And so he says, um, I was giving them I think some fruit this morning and he said, um. I said, do you know that today is your mom's birthday? He said, um, yeah, Gigi, I know. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to call them in a minute so you can, you know, we can sing to your mama. He said, okay. I said, do you know that your mama is a twin? He was like, no. I said, you don't know that your mama is a twin? He was like, mm-hmm. I said, you didn't know that your mama and your T.T. Bridget was in my stomach at the same time? And then he looked at me like, lady, what, what you talking about? <laughs> he talking about no, 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 they weren't. I said, they were. And he was like, they were? I said, they were in my stomach at the same exact time. I said, and the people, the doctors had to cut my stomach and take your T.T. Bridget out first, and then they took, he took your mama out. And he was like, no, I said, it is. I said, and then he said, um, I was explaining something to him, and I said, um, I said, because they were in there, I said, when they were in the, at the same time, you know, they had to, you know, they had to eat and live until it was time for them to be born. And he said, well, yeah, I know because, um, when they were in there, they ate what you ate. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, exactly. How do you know? You know, like, yeah. wait, right? Like. You know, like he was, I was like, okay. I said, well, do you want me to show you the cut that I have on my stomach from, you know, when he cut, had to cut me to take your mama and your TT out? Mm. And he was like, yeah. So when we went up, you know, when we went upstairs or whatever, and so I lift my shirt some and I showed him the cut. And he was like, I said, you see it? He said, mm-mm. So I, you know, made it more visual or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, I said, you see it? He said, mm-hmm. He said, they cut you? I said, they cut me. He was like, oh. And I guess he was like, dang. That's a lot of information, Gigi. That's a Gigi. whole lot you just showed me. I just me. asked you for some cereal. <laughs> what is all this? How do we get into the conversation about the doctors? You, you showed me your cut or your stomach. But, I mean, I think it's just important that you have conversations with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, t- you, because they're little people. You know what I'm saying? And and they know a lot more than you think they know. They Absolutely. They observe a lot more than you think they observe. Yeah, they know a lot more with technology and everything now. These yeah. kids are light years yeah. ahead of where we were at their age. Yeah. So 
Yeah, if you don't tell them and tell them the proper way and the proper names and all this other oh, stuff, yeah. then yeah. some they go find out. Yeah. And it's yeah. gonna be however they find out. Yeah. But if they know the proper thing, and I think I think that's one of the things that we taught our kids that the proper name from of their males, body, parts, the body parts for the male, the female. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like we always told them, and like we always talked about, if we don't tell them, somebody else yeah. gonna tell them. And they gonna tell them. They gonna tell them the wrong name. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're out here talking about stuff and saying things out of order and out of you know that they're not supposed to be saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Today has been, today has been a, a a full day for us because, like I said, we we had a time. I've always, I always say, you know, you go through life um, planting seeds, and you plant seeds, and they grow, they manifest into something, whether they're roses or whatever the case is, and you apply that to to your life. So when you do something, you work hard at it, you plant a seed, you expect it to, you know, manifest as something. Um, you expect to reap a harvest. You expect to reap a harvest, and this is whether you plant something good or bad. Mm-hmm. You know, so we try our best, you know, to plant most of the stuff good, some stuff bad that then came and bit us a couple of times. Some of the stuff we was able to shake off. But the, the greatest thing about this is, I always tell people who've lived life and who've done a lot of stuff, you have to take time to turn around and dwell. Mm-hmm. And appreciate mm-hmm. and be grateful for your mm-hmm. God. Look at your roses. Yeah. Look at your flowers you've been planting. Smell Look them. at all that. You have to. Because yeah. if you don't, you sometimes live life and you never grab a hold of the value of who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think what helps me and Deidre really stay grounded, man, and, and really understand who we are in life is when we look at our children and our grandchildren. And how they're moving and how they're making decisions and how they're doing mm-hmm. stuff. These are people who lived with us, who learned from us, who we had to teach. And they taught us. And, I mean, it's it's just wonderful to see now yeah. they're adults and they're making great choices and they're doing what they're doing. And now we actually having conversations with our grandkids about life. Yeah. Just about life, man. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's great. Even Taj. Taj what? Two. Taj is the two-year-old, y'all. Taj today, he had a little attitude with me. He said, "Um, he said, Bubba, I'm, I'm, I'm a little hungry. Can I get a snack?" I said, "Okay, man, give me a minute." He said, "Okay." So I did something, was doing something, and then he came up to me. He said, "Bubba," I said, "Yeah, man." He said, "I'm hungry." The sandwich, the snack. I said, "Yes, sir. I'm gonna get you a snack." So I was doing something else. About 15, 20 minutes later, so I was ready to go downstairs. I said, "Taj, where Taj at?" With Taj, everybody knew with Taj at, so I yelled downstairs. I said, hey, y'all, Taj down there? He said, yeah, I think he down here. Um, I think he went to the bathroom. Y'all, I came downstairs, and I went to, was going to the bathroom. This joker was in the pantry getting him a snack. <laughs> Taj said, Taj said, you I said, taking too long, sir. I said, man, what you doing? Get snack. I'm hungry. <laughs> My bad, bro. I'll be... <laughs> So I'm at the store, he y'all. He was so serious. Right. I'm at the store, and so I call him to see if he if we had some syrup or something. And he said, I said, babe. He said, babe, I think uh, Todd got an attitude with me. I said, no. <laughs> I'm thinking a two-year-old with an attitude with his granddaddy. I said, well, why, baby? And you was like, because I took too long to give him a snack. I said, babe, give him a snack. Well, listen, give him something. That's the part that tripped me out. Because he he got a, a, little, a little fruit juice Thing. A, ju- a Capri Sun. And then he had some little candy. So I said, no, we're not going to eat the candy, man. Let's put this back. And I got the juice from him. And he came behind me and he was looking up at me like, you just ain't going to give me nothing. Bubba? Huh? Well, snack. I said, listen, let <laughs> me give you a piece. Of, you want a piece, slice of pizza from last night? I'm going to heat you back. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, guess, I guess this joker here, man. I no, done told you I needed a snack. He, let me tell you why they, they I'm, and I'm not going to say they love me more than they love you. They know that his, he knew that his Gigi, I if she was home, she would have responded. He would have had a full-fledged uh, afternoon snack with the juice, some chips, and probably a sandwich or something else going on. I hated that joke. you taking too long. I hated that joke of a pizza, a slice of pizza and gave him a juice. He sat down, opened his legs, I put it in front of him, finished the pizza. Ball up and look, put everything in the trash. He said, Bubba, I'm finished. 
Thank you for my snack. I guess he said, Joker, maybe I need to be a little nicer right. to you so you'll move a little. I said, yeah, okay, man. But I'm telling you, that Taj, Taj Dion in it, mm-hmm. Taj Dion Perry is my daughter, Brittany, all day long. Well, they say, you know, when your kids are, you know, when they're growing up and, and then, you you know, when they do stuff to challenge you and different things like that, you always tell them, you're going to see this one day. It's going to come yeah. back on you in the form of one of your children. And nine times out of ten, when it does happen, yeah. that he is that. He is re- yeah. reincarnated. Reincarnated. Yeah. He got some of his daddy in him, too, characteristics. Tristan is a lot like Travis. Travis, yeah. He's, he's you know, he's a thinker. He don't move too fast. You give him something to do. He, you know, he quiet until he ready to speak, all that good stuff. But that dad going to I said, I'm going to let my grand boy down. He upset with me, boy. Yeah. And you sounded like your feelings was hurt. I, I was. When I, when when you I said, came, but when if I you called you. If you could have saw the picture, he was in the pantry with the light on. And he yeah. was like this. He was like. And then he was looking and he found the look. And then I yep. walked up, he just looked at me. He may have gotten a fruit roll up out there or something I don't know like what he got. Yeah, but he was getting his stack together because his bubble was taking entirely too long. But you know, you know what what you were just saying as far as your kids and your grandkids and stuff like that. The one thing that I remember um, this week, y'all, and you know, um, is that, um, and I remember I posted this post on Facebook. I put this post on Facebook, and it, of course, it says, you know, as in the Bible, train up a child in the way that they should go on. When they are old, they will not depart from it, and. The reason I put that y'all is because there's a lot of times that you think that, you know, you know, you may think that your kids are not listening because they go through a rebellious stage or they go through whatever stages um, or just because you think that they don't pick, may not pick up on a lot of stuff. It may have never been discussed or just whatever the reason is you think they may not. But kids watch. Yeah. Kids, kids listen. They learn. They, 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 they know what you say. But they even more so pay attention to what you do yeah. and how you live. And I think the one thing for me, um, y'all, that I want to share is that we, this week, um, and I think it was Thursday maybe, Thursday morning or either Friday morning, we, Johnny and I were in the kitchen and um, I think it was Friday morning. We were in the kitchen and we were talking and we were we were talking about just the different challenges sometimes you have. Um, whether it's at work, you know, whether in, you know, just in life in general. And so, um, this particular morning you were, you, you, you were tired. I know you were tired this particular morning. And, um, and this, this might, might help some of the ladies, you know, in this, in, in what I'm about to say, but, um, from my perspective, I know when you're tired, I know when, when you're mentally, physically, not just physically, but mentally, you know, emotionally tired as well. Yeah. And this was one of the, the mornings and you, you know, so we were talking about it and I was telling you like, um, you know, just babe, you know, you got this. I think something that happened with work or whatever. And because you try to do your work in excellence at all times, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And not just work, that's who you are. But sometimes, sometimes you, you know, you, you're, I think... Um, but like, again, I say that's who you are a little hard on yourself when something doesn't go right. You, you yeah. start to, you start to maneuver it and change, move it around in your mind to say, what could I have done differently? You know, um, what else, what could I have put in this space or what could I have directed to do this or said this or done this? And I remember, you know, I was just encouraging you like, baby, it's okay. You got this, you know, you'll figure out what to do, how to do it, um, how to maneuver it, how to make it work. And stuff like that or whatever. And you were saying, you know, I know. And I was, in in this instance, why I say ladies, you make and learn. You know, when you know, this was a moment that I think I really know that you needed to be uplifted. And so that's what I tried to do. When your man is going through, especially if it's, you know, with work issues or whatever it is. Or you see him um, in a place where he is vulnerable and he is tired, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically. You know, that's. That's what I'm there for in those moments for you. Yeah. Always. Because that's what you are for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm in the kitchen, y'all, and I'm saying, baby, you know, you you got this. You 
You'll figure it out. You'll know what to do. Um, you know, things will work out. They're going to work out. And, and I need you to really understand that and really know that. Um, and so y'all, we, you know, we're having a conversation about it and, you know, I'm encouraging and just saying things are going to work out and, you know, it's going, it's going, it's going to all fall into place, you know, like that. And so we were just talking as I was making breakfast. And so our daughter calls one of, one of, one of the girls calls mm. and, um, he is, I think she tried to call my phone. She did. She tried to call my phone, but my phone was in another room. Yeah. And she, uh, so she was calling me to tell me something for, for Johnny. But she, since I didn't answer, she calls Johnny phone and she says, she tells, she gives this story and I'm going to be brief about it, but it was just so, it was, it was so God. I didn't even say it was crazy. Yeah. She called and she said, um, I said, she said, well, mom, you didn't answer the phone. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, my phone's in another room. And she was like, well, it's okay. I was just calling you to tell you to tell my daddy something. Cause I didn't know if he was going to be working or whatever. Yes. And she says, um, she begins to tell you that she has like a 40 minute drive to work. And she began to tell him about the fact that there was this ladybug on her windshield and that she drove, um, she drove and she was almost at work. Yeah. But she had driven for almost 40 minutes and she realized that the wind she, the, the 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 ladybug was still on her window. Now she done drove on interstate, you know, yeah. through the through wind and all that kind of stuff, but this little ladybug was still attached to her windshield. And she was like she was looking like after almost 40 minutes like, "Are you still there?" And she was like she just laughed to herself or whatever. And I think at some point before she got to work, the ladybug flew off. Am I right? Yeah, she said she. I think she got to a stop sign or something. And she noticed that. And she that looked at the ladybug, and the ladybug just flew off. Just yeah, just and so she was like, she was like, "Daddy, I called to tell you." She said because the the Holy Spirit gave it to me, and I was directed to call and and, to, and tell it to you. And she said I saw that ladybug as the the you know the ladybug was on. On the windshield, getting a ride to her next destination. That she and, couldn't do herself. Right, that she couldn't get to on her own. So she attached herself onto the, the, the windshield. And when she got to where it, she was going, it was time for her to get off. She got on off. Yeah. And she said, the Holy Spirit said to me, like, that's like, like she was the, she's the ladybug. And the Holy Spirit is the windshield. And. And the and the Holy Spirit said, "Hold on, yeah, it's not time for you to leave yet. Yeah, it's not time for you. We'll let you know when you get there, and then just follow direction." And she said, "Once she once the ladybug got to the direction that where she was supposed to get off at, she was able to leave." Yeah, but the importance of that whole thing was sometimes, and she called me and she said, "Daddy, sometimes you've been you've been put in a place, and you're supposed to stay there until." God tells you to move. Right. So you're there because whatever there is going to take you to the next place you got to be at. Now, this is my 20, 28, 28. Mm-hmm. 28-year-old daughter. So I'm going to tell you what the significance in that was, man, because, you know, I got, I've told y'all before, I got I got real close guys, um, a couple of guys that I've talked to that are, that are my hearts, man, and I can call them and tell them anything. But if you want something powerful, man, when you raising your children and you trying to make sure they grow up to be, you know, loving people and have a relationship with God, and they attach, they they grab a hold of that thing, and then they get on their own journey, but then they can come back and impart stuff into you and be obedient about that. Yeah, that is so powerful to me because. At that time, I was I was stressed. It was yeah. it was on me. And Deidre, she was talking to me, and she can see me and my body language and everything. But when Paige called me and told me that, man, it everything lifted up off me. Yeah. So it, and it, it was I knew it was from God, but the fact that He sent it through my daughter, one of my daughters, was just amazing to me. Yeah. And I think because He knew I needed to hear it from a a part of me. Yeah. He needed me to hear it from a part of me because it was so many things that I needed to get from that, that she's my daughter, that she loves me, and then I can talk to her 
talk to you through her or any of your other yeah. kids and this, that, and the other, and you're not so prideful or you're not so boastful that you just discard what they say, that you receive it and that you hear. Because y'all, you know, I, I don't listen to everybody because everybody ain't for me. And I get that. Yeah. But I do have a handful of people that I do listen to that I know that are for me and have my best interest in heart. And I am so proud and honored to say that the in them group of people is my wife and my five, my six daughters. They have something to say. And when they have something to say to me, I listen. Yeah. I, I mean... But I think the significance is in that. And, and hopefully we were clear on what we said but she was just saying that the Holy Spirit said that to her because she, you know, has her is having just, you know, a few challenges and stuff like that or whatever. But she was like, it was so clear to her, you know, like, like, you know, she's at a place where now she's contemplating, you know, you know, what should I do as far as, you know, moving to this place or doing this or whatever yeah. as far as job wise. And she was like, I clearly took that as, you know, the, the Lord saying, you know. Wait, wait on me. I'll tell you when it's time to get off. Yeah. You know, from whether, whatever it is, you know, that job, that, you know, situation, that whatever. You know, the Lord was saying, okay, wait on me and I'll tell you when to move. And she was like, when the ladybug finally got off of the car after almost 40 minutes and but held on, and, and when it was time for it to move, it moved. And she was like, I felt like I had to call you and tell you that, Daddy. And she told the story. And at the end of the story, she was like, Daddy, you know, the whole... Keep keep listening and keep being aware and in tune with what the Holy Spirit is saying to you, and the Holy your Holy Spirit will lead you and will guide you. And then she and she before she hung up, she ended it like this. She said, "Daddy, so I, what I clearly heard the Lord saying was, um, be ye not weary in well doing. Yeah, for in due season you will reap if you faint not. Yeah. And when she said that, I was standing there looking at you. Yeah. And so I'm like, you could like see a weight lifted off of you. Yeah. And so when I tell y'all, ooh, yeah. I'm a crybaby. When I tell y'all that thing blessed my life. Yeah. It really did. Because she was like, I clearly heard that from the Lord. And I had to call and tell you what the Lord say, Daddy. She said, and I did call my mama, but I was calling my mama. To see where you were. Because she knows sometimes you'll be on the phone yeah. or the work phone. And so she was like, Mama, I was calling you, but I was calling you to find out where my daddy was. Or to tell you to tell him if he was if he mm. was on the work phone. And when she said that, you know, I was just like, thank you, Lord. Because the one thing that we don't ever have to worry about is that God knows what we need when we need it. Yeah. I don't care if it's money. I don't care if it's a word. I don't care if it's, uh, you know, you scrolling on Facebook yeah. and it might be a post or whatever it is. He knows what you need when you need it. And in that moment, I had said what he had directed me to say to you. And, you know, not that you didn't believe it, but it needed to come another way. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I, I'm, I, I believe I heard him clear. And we just looked at each other and yeah. we was like. Oh, baby, you heard him loud and clear. You heard him loud and clear because all you did was confirm what your mama was saying. And she said, she said, the ladybug surely can fly, but it needed to get, it needed to get to where I was going at faster. And if you can get there by sitting and riding, why would you use your energy? Just be obedient to what God's saying. So she said, <laughs> once we got. Once we got to where the ladybug needed to get at, then she was able to use her wings and fly off. So sometimes you look at your life, man, and what you're doing, and you you ask yourself why. And, you know, you've heard me and Deepa say a lot now, we, we look to God for everything. So everything is some type of assignment or a lesson. We've always looking for that. Yeah. Because this life we live, man, it ain't ours. It's God's. And we're just benefited. We just we are just honored and, and we get benefits from it because we try to do what he asks us to do and sometimes it works sometimes it don't sometimes we do what we say and then other times we do what we want to do right so <laughs> and that's just being real yeah but 
the favor comes in when you sit. So because you're because of that process, you want the outcome to be this one thing. The mm-hmm. outcome is already promised to you, mm-hmm. but the process is the building yeah. up of what he needs from you. Yeah, he needs you to be something. Yeah, at the end of this, he needs you to understand the worth of that. Yeah. at the end of this, he just yeah. don't need you to get the benefit of whatever it is at the end. He needs you to be un- understand that that was already yours. But what I need to what I need to build up is that's what I need from you. That's who I need you to be. And sometimes yeah. we don't get that, man. We don't want the process. Yeah. So I thank my daughter Paige for giving me that. Yeah. For being obedient to God. And that's what she did. She was obedient she to God. She was obedient. Yeah. God gave her something. Yeah. And she didn't even have to tell me. She could have waited to tell me, but she told me and she was obedient and she moved in it right when I needed it. Immediately. Yeah. And that comes out of relationship. Yeah. Point blank period. That comes out of relationship. Um, Because me and her were talking and I don't even know if it was that Friday or whatever, but you know, now that she's away, you know, now that she's moved, she'll call and we'll have conversations. As well as, you know, with, with the other girls as, as well. But she was just talking about stuff because right now she's transitioning into some things. And we were talking about it. And I was like, well, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. You just have to be obedient um, to God and move when he says move and, and, you know, different things like that. And she said, Mama, but the one thing I understand and I realize is that the now is necessary. Yeah. Girl, you is going to make me say you a cash app. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's yeah, man. It's she said that's what I realized. And and that's like I said, um, that's big. That's real big. Yeah. Because as parents, sometimes you think that your kids don't get it. Sometimes you think, you know, they're not ready for certain things, you know, even though they are, you know, twenty, twenty they're not thirty, the forty. Sometimes you feel like I know they got it in them, but they should have been there already. <laughs> And that's the that's I think that was one of the biggest parts for us. We know it was in our kids, but in our mind, in our timeline, you should have been there already. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? No. Nope. But that 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 walk is theirs. That right. relationship is theirs right. with God, and God know what He's doing. Yep. Just like He know what He's doing with us. So it's 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 crazy. Yeah, we wanted stuff to happen different, and all their life at some point in time, we wanted it not to be. Like, but we had to step back because that's their process. That's their process. That's that's their where they're going. Now, what we are, we will always and continue to be an option. Yeah, we are always here. So and our parenting, counsel, counsel. Our, our parenting is different, mm-hmm. and we are always available. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah. So we go end it there before we be done because you around here got me tearing up. Is it do do I? Yeah. Is it me? You got me tearing up. Is it me? I I it's just I think, it's just you know, and it's just to see it, you know, manifest the the seeds that you've sown in your children, yeah, and stuff like that or whatever. It's a it is it is a an absolute blessing when you can when your child calls and encourages you. And can I? I'm gonna say this, okay. and then we go get off. We gonna go. Okay. Look at your relationships. The relationships you have with people, with your children, with your spouse, with your siblings, with your parents. Look at your relationships. If it's nothing that I don't, haven't understood and have gotten clarity on, is that with my relationship with my wife, I have responsibilities. Which means these are not, and this is the thing, with any relationship that you have with anybody, there's some percentage of responsibility that you have with it. So if I got a friend, my boy in Rome, when I call him, he has a responsibility. He's my boy. We've talked about some things, but we understand the connection. So you have a responsibility. I'm not selfish. I know he has a wife and he has children. He has a family. So I won't call him with nothing outrageous. But he has a responsibility. So if I call him or he called me, he don't get me. We sending each other texts, making sure we stay connected. I hear you. You are important. That's their responsibility. See, all this stuff about having a relationship with somebody and 
you keep them over here, you keep them over there. It's some type of it's some type of responsibility that you have with that. Mm-hmm. And if you can't fulfill that responsibility, or if you on the other end want somebody to fulfill a responsibility that they don't have the capacity to do, then you need to recheck your friendship. Yeah. Cause we're in our right now in our life, we're in a place to where we want productivity, we want healthy relationships, not perfect relationships, healthy Hell, relationships. There's a difference. I know you're going to go through what you go through. Yeah. I know I'm going to go through what I go through. It ain't going to be right all the time, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to get through it. That's what, that's what we do. And we have healthy relationships that we do with that. My daughter has a responsibility. We've had a responsibility when we were raising our kids, but our daughters have responsibility when it comes to us. We don't, with a chain and whip, enforce it, but they get it. They get it. They have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to God. Once we become Christians, our life is not our... We have a responsibility to him. A responsibility that Paige enforced was, God said, this is what I'm giving you. Give it to him now. Yeah. That's obeying and upholding the responsibility of her relationship with God. And then in, and entail... She was the proud and honor recipient of giving me what God gave to her for me. Let me give you this gift that he just gave to me. It's a responsibility yeah. with your relationships. Those are called healthy relationships. If you're in a relationship with anybody who do not care, who do not call you back, who do not do what they say they're going to do, who does not do nothing, it ain't that much business in the you need world. To check that relationship. You need to check that relationship because that's what you call baggage. You got a whole bunch of people who you call friends that you have a relationship with that offer you nothing. And guess what? Be honest about it because if they're not able to reciprocate that or if they if, if that's not something that they can give, be okay with it. Be okay and be, with and, that. And let them know, okay, it, it's okay. And that <laughs> don't mean... Can't don't... Give, that people can't give you what they don't have. Exactly. Or what they don't have the capacity for it. But put it where it is. I love you no less, and but maybe, you know, some things, some things are meant to be in your life. Some people are meant to be in your life for a season, for a reason. Some, and some people's purpose in your life is for different things. That does not mean throw people away. Right. No, That's no, not what no, we no, say. No, 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 absolutely That's not. That's not what we say. But know what but it I is. But I am saying you got to be honest with yourself. Yeah. When you're expecting, you from expecting people. something from a relationship that you're not getting. But you keep putting the pressure on a person to give you something, just like Deidre you. said, yeah. that they cannot give you. Whoop. That's you holding yourself hostage in something and not moving. So that's not necessarily a friend thing. That's a you thing. Why are you still there when you know for the last 10 years they have not did nothing that they said they was going to do? Mm. But, you're, but you lawyer. But drain you. But you lawyer. Whoop. That's the whole show for I got friends that I'm cool with. Relationships were strong at one point in time. They were at a place, and now they're not at a place. And I'm all right with that. That don't mean we ain't friends. That don't mean I ain't going to talk to them. But I understand you can't give me in this friendship what I need right now. And I got to be good with that. So we ain't telling nobody to throw none of your friends away or nothing like that. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. But what we are saying is you got to understand the capacity of what somebody can give you. And what you can give them. If you can't give them what they need at the time, man, be honest about it. Yeah. Just be honest about that. We going to get out of here. We going to get out of here. We gonna get out of here. I don't know why Deidre got me around here. I did not. Anyway. I did not. I love you more. I love you too. You always trying to say girl boss. So he's reading my shirt, y'all. So let me give shouts out to my sister brought me this. And she brought it for me from my brother and his wife, the Coopers, Josh and Ambria. And they have, they make custom gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's They're called Coopers Customs. Yep. On Facebook, I believe. Um and they're in, uh, they're in some, well, Rinkin, Georgia, Guyton, Rinkin. And it's, um, this is a shirt that Amber made and Josh made for me. So they but they make all on, kind of stuff. They can be found on, on social media. Oh, mm-hmm, Just on social look them up. Media. Instagram and um, Facebook as well. Cooper's Customs. 
Um, and so they do t-shirts, they do goblets, they do um, the, the, the thing for the stove that you can put over the stove. Yeah. Personalize it. They make the, the door hangers. Um, Banners, the, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, the the, the welcome the, mats. Yeah, do I don't think she does mats. No, um, she, no, mm-mm. she doesn't do mats. My bad. Um, Maybe she should. The uh, the things that stand up or whatever on I the outside that say welcome or it can say a football name, just whatever. Cooper's, Cooper's customs. Go look them up and, so, and look hey, at what they got. Wait, one more thing. We forgot. We were talking about Taj and his uh and his how he's so much like his mama. Well, y'all know Big Dream Books. From being on uh, Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. Yeah. Big Dream Books is our son in love, Travis, and our daughter, Brittany. Travis is the author. Um, and they've been on our, and That's they will company. be a part of, you know, you'll, you'll be seeing more of them. But we need to let you know that, of course, Brittany is one half of the twins. And it's her birthday. And for her birthday, they launched an addition, a t-shirt line um, that is in direct correlation with um, the books that Travis Big Dream wrote. Books, wrote. Big but- Dream Books. The I am book is children's positive affirmation, affirmation, positive affirmations for your children. So now today they came out with Taj's tease. Taj is their two year old who was the animated one, you know the the, the, the pantry hand, kid, an ambassador. Um, you're right. He the pantry Taj kid. Uh, so it was inspired by Taj, and so their website for that is www.taj's t a h j s tease t e e s dot com Taj's Tees. Yeah, and we'll put com. that. We'll put that yeah, on all. Yeah, and we'll put stuff. that. Yeah, we'll put Y'all that on be there. Able to get that the link on as well. Um, but go support because they make T-shirts for um the toddlers as well yeah, as toddlers. Um, I think toddlers um up to maybe like a size six or something like that. Not sure. Twelve T is not is well. No, it's 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 uh, bigger than that. But well, at any rate, check the website out. Taj's Tees dot com. T a h j. T E E S dot com. Um, I am t shirts. I am strong. I am confident. I am all that stuff. And yeah. what's funny is I told Brittany that I want a t shirt. I know they're a kid's line, but I want one. And she said, Well, Mama, we'll just put about five shirts together and make you a shirt. She was trying to throw shade at your girl, baby. But I told her, I want an honorary Taj's t shirt. I got you. So it's just, it's You about to really start nice. something, then adults go be. Well, but Brittany, I told her I was going to do Travis, a commercial. Y'all might as well go ahead and get some adult shirts. Right. Just go ahead and do it. Because I told her I was going to do some commercials. Yeah, so that's all we got for tonight, babe. Thank you. Um, we just want to be, um, just tell y'all what it is. We just told y'all about our week and how we were inspired. Um, you know, um, some of the, you know, challenges that we, we had. And, you know, but... God is good, y'all. Yeah. All the time. And, and all grateful. the time. God is good. And we're we're grateful. Absolutely grateful. We're grateful. Because our lives could have been so much other stuff, man. And he just graced us and covered us and turned lemons into lemonade. Mm, strawberry lemonade, if you put it like that. I got the strawberry syrup. Okay. All right, y'all. You don't want my strawberry Thank syrup. you for supporting. This is your man. This has been Pillow Talk, <laughs> Moments with the Mobleys. I am Johnny Mobley Jr., and you are... Your strawberry syrup girl, Deidre Mobley. And we are something like an ordinary cup or glass of lemonade. With or extraordinary purpose, just strawberry-ish. I don't know what that the, the facial movements are for, but anyway. Because you disregarded the fact that I have strawberry syrup to go with your lemonade. <laughs> Thank y'all for supporting us. We love y'all. Peace out. <laughs> night, night. <laughs>